I've always, in the back of my head, had podcasting there. The most significant moment of your life where if you had gone one way or another, you'd be on a completely different path. What would you say was a moment like that? I, lo- I looked at the media course and it was, a, 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 genuinely, it was a backup plan. It was this, what I'm living right now, this is the backup, the backup plan. plan. Yeah, yeah which is, is insane to think because it's the best... Living, I'm living my best life. I've always found with you that we've always had this drive, this motivation that a lot of people don't have. I've found something that people spend their whole lives looking for. I've definitely always been open and with that you do open yourself up to the wrong people sometimes. I do a lot and I fail a lot but I think I succeed a lot. I'll sleep when I'm dead. Welcome back to the men's room. I know this. you might realise it's a different voice to normal, but we're doing a sort of special three-part series on the men's room, a sort of series within a series, where we'll be interviewing one another on a sort of more intensive style than before. Yeah. And this episode, we're going to be interviewing our, I argue we could probably call you like our main host. You're normally yeah, our, main, host. our main sort of spokesperson, yeah, I, like I guess. That. We'll be interviewing Greg today. I like that, I can do all that. So, yeah. This is a bit different. It is. It's, it's, nervous? It's, I am it's, a, it's a break of format. We're going to yeah. interrogate you. It's I am. Great. Yeah, I'm, I'm nervous. I like talking about myself, but um, so yeah. I'm looking forward to it. I think that's, I like, that's something we all have in common. It's that know. sort of element of I don't know what is going to be thrown yeah. at me. But um, yeah. Um, so let's start throwing stuff at him then. Yeah, let's, let's start. Do it. Okay, uh, Zach, I'll let you have a, have a crack at him first. So where, where, where were you born, fella? I was born well, in... born, we're going chronological straight from the beginning. Like yeah. No, I was born in Colchester General Hospital. Was you? Yeah. I didn't even know that myself. Yeah, it was on a Sunday in Songs of Praise. Didn't you realise <laughs> I, I was coming? And then, um, <laughs> Little Greg was coming. Yeah, exactly. Um, no, yeah, 27th September 1998. Wow, that's fun. I was, I was born in Colchester Hospital as well. Yeah. Funny enough. That's weird. Nearly 21 years ago. I was born in Slough. 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 Where'd you grow up? In, like, in your early childhood? In Colchester or somewhere else? No, so my... So my mum and my brother travelled around quite a lot. So my mum's from Enfield, mm-hmm. um, and she so she used to own chip shops all around. Oh, like, yeah. So she moved from Salisbury to um, Kent, Surrey, all of these places, but she ended up in Clacton. Uh, I think she met... No, she didn't meet my dad in Clacton, uh, but she moved to Clacton when I was born. So I've always been in always Clacton. Always in Clacton. Yeah, 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 always yeah, grew up same. in Clacton. And uh, yeah eventually moved out and came here wow so as an offshoot from that so how did your parents meet it sounds like a bit of a strange one but they, I'm, I'm yeah, curious I don't, ever, I don't think we've ever spoken about it no so. yeah I don't really know much about how they met they weren't together I think it was on a night out they met each other and started dating and we all yeah. we all meet on a night out yeah. no yeah they met in it was sort of like a friend of a friend thing like um, my mum was friends with this woman and her husband, I think, worked on the railroads with my dad. Mm. And um, they're all just out one night at a bar. That's and, literally um, how it used to be, wasn't it? There was no phones or anything. Yeah, no you Tinder. You couldn't match anyone no, on Tinder. Yeah, right. It literally was normally like friend, of, friend of a friend. Or yeah, m- mutual friend or here's someone I know. Yeah. And it just started off from that. No, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I feel like, though, that you say that, and this is just an off, sort of an offshoot thing I thought of, is that at least in most of our, in our case, particularly with us as a group, but also just people we know relationships mm. we're in I feel like most of that didn't really happen through social media that's true. I, I yeah, feel that's like a lot true, of that yeah. happened just through just talking being, at, being yeah. at events because it is different at uni though because you are with these people all the time yeah, it's, yeah. so, it's, so, it's, so it's, it's actually pretty easy to like not 
maps on a Tinder or someone. Yeah, you can you're actually, out you, yeah, you can you can yeah. see them, can't you? Exactly. Yeah, you walk five minute walk. Yeah. Um, how have you found sort of being at uni? Like, how's that changed your sort of perspective and sort of what have you learned from it? What have you taken from it? I I do a lot more than I used to. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. No, I I definitely the last couple of years I I feel like I've come into myself a lot more. I came to uni. Don't laugh, child. Carry on. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I I had no desire to come to uni when I was in sick form. I felt like I was being pressured into coming Shocking to university a lot more. Yeah. You feel like you don't really have another option. Well, the option thing is, sometimes. I I was in. I wasn't like in. I wasn't the top top of all my classes, but I was in the top bands and sort of was all right mm. in English and stuff. Like you were smart. I was you all were right. Very yeah. Smart. And um, it felt like a lot of teachers were just like, oh, yeah, yeah, university is a thing. And I did take a minute one day. I remember it vividly. I was just a bit like, I don't really remember making this decision to go to uni myself. It's mm. like they were working off commission to get everyone at uni. Yeah, possible. yeah, exactly. Mm. That. Yeah, no, that's, yeah, that feels about Because right. there was points where, like, when like I went se- separate school. points of year 13 where we were like, I actually don't really want to go uni. Yeah. No, we, I, had, um, we had separate points where we both were like, what? I don't, I don't know what to do. Yeah. Like, well, what am I going to do there? Yeah, like we didn't really know what to actually do exactly. at uni. Yeah, and both having that at separate times must have been like a shit sixth form. Yeah, I, I did go to a shit sixth form because it was yeah. part of our school. I feel like that is kind of a universal thing though, because mm. I kind of had that, even though I was very, I was clear on what I wanted to do. Mm. I was a bit like, don't want to go uni, but like, mm. I've always flip flopped between what I wanted to do and what I wouldn't, didn't want to do. You know, mm. I I wanted to be an actor at one point. I wanted to be a taxi driver at one point. <laughs> <laughs> Genuinely, wow. Yeah. That's... No, yeah, I I wanted to be um, in media now. But I originally the plan was to come to university and do criminology, do mm. a, a special constable course, and then go into the police force. I mean, that was the plan. Mm-hmm. But that look how. That went. I'm sorry, yeah. doing a fucking podcast. Yeah. Like, no, when did you change course? Uh, okay, so I personal statement was for criminology. Rahampton was yeah. for criminology. It was on results day. They absolutely flip flopped, and I was like, I don't really think I want to. Did you just have a change, complete change? Yeah, it but... was a, a lot to do with my girlfriend at the time. That was uh, an unhealthy relationship for me, really. Mm, like that's what I'm gonna. I'm gonna... Yeah. Looking back on it, a lot of that was from her perspective. I remember we had a conversation one day and I was saying, like, oh, yeah, university, I'm going to join the rowing team. I'm going to do that and that. And she said, like, oh, you never really talk about your degree. I was like, yeah, but that's, that's. I mean, I'm there for it, but mm. university is so much more. So than much more than a degree. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. But um, she was like, oh, yeah, but like, you, you, do, do you want to do your degree? There was a lot of, felt like a little bit of Massive like, manipulation. So, yeah, I know. asked myself the question of do I actually want to do this um so I looked at on that that results day I was like okay what what would I want to do and I was thinking sports science at Roehampton they wouldn't let me because I didn't have the qualifications I was looking at Essex so I applied for Essex University wow I was saying oh please take me I'll do all of this and they were like no we can't then I saw that Roehampton do a media course I was like right okay it's a safe one I'm good at media, yeah. I know what I'm doing, there's a lot of options, so I sort of stick with that, and it's the best decision of my life, really. But yeah. it was just a flippant, like, I put media there as a fallback of, okay, if I can't decide, then I've got that. And wow. then, yeah, it came to the point where, no, that's probably the best thing for me, and I did it, and it fucking well was. Yeah, I've always found with you, something that you and I, I feel have got in common, is that we've always had this 
drive this motivation that a lot of people don't have. Mm. Um, and I've, I've definitely noticed that with you. You're very driven. Greg's got the most ridiculous work rate I've, I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, you're, you're <laughs> like, um, like in a good way. You're, no, you're yeah. working. You, you make me work hard, and I'm like the worst worker of all time. Like, I know I can get myself to there. You can, yeah. It's just the fact that. At the moment, I just can't. Yeah, no, you can. When you fucking yeah. got an idea, when, when I focus on something, I'm decent. You're at it. you're creative. You've got good yeah. ideas. It's just that mm. pen to paper thing. Yeah, exactly. No, yeah. And you actually do make me work very hard. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. I do, I was thinking to myself. I I imagine that this question would come up, and I don't. I was trying to think of a good answer of like, oh yeah, I got it from this, but I don't really know where that drives come from because my 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 dad, I he didn't live with us, and you know he always had quite a stable job and really good job in the railroads but never like amounted to like, he was very very yeah, well off and stuff but sort of quite comfortable yeah yeah and my mum she's um she's like she's incredibly t- intelligent she's got a masters and all this but she's a, a teacher's assistant at a school she admits herself she's she could have done so much mm-hmm. more with it but she enjoys her job but yeah i do, think um, do you think that's why it was though maybe observing the people around you and sort of being like these people could have done more i don't want to be like that I reckon, yeah, there's probably a subconscious element to that, but I think it's a, a huge part of my life and a huge role model for me has been my brother because yeah. he's what a human, yeah, <laughs> yeah, what no, a no, human brother is. yeah, because he's he's just unflappable. He's done because him and when he was sort of much younger, my mum uh, wasn't very well off. Uh, she, she says to me that she would have to go into the um, like Tesco or a Lidl and she'd have like £3.50 to spend for the week shopping or something like Christ, that so, yeah. um, on a shoestring and for Rob to get where he is now he's he went to uni the odds were against him went to uni got on a first worked at a company for a bit then started his own company a few years later extended it by like 25 people doubled that sold it to an American firm doing really well he's, he's marketing director for the, for the UK but the thing is, I think that I've always seen him because there's a 16 year age gap yeah. between us. So as I've grown up, I've seen him do all of that. And as mm. I've got older, yeah, I've I been able that. to. So I've, I don't know, mould myself around him. I, I guess that's where it comes from. Because you two are very similar. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Yeah, but you say he was probably your most sort of positive role model. 100%. Yeah. So I've always found the whole role model thing a little bit sort of cheesy. And it is something that people go on about so much now. Like, oh, people need this role mm. model. Yeah, it's yeah. like, there are people to look up to, but mm. especially when people are like, oh, fictional characters in my yeah. role model. It's like, fuck it, off. Family, families are the real Yeah, it's role like models. families and the people who are successful in the field people that are very you want close to go to into. Well. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah. I yeah. mean, what, what would you say is the field you want to go into? Where do you want to be in five years' time? I don't know, and I like that. I quite mm-hmm. like the freedom that I've got. It mm-hmm. doesn't worry me in any sense because I know whatever I do, I'm going to do the best at it university there's so much opportunity to do different things like i i do the podcast i do um uh what else do i do i do the podcast i'm talking about I'm work just... ethic and he goes to the podcast um, uh, but yeah no there, there's all different things that i've tried out you know i'm a social sec for the rock society i'll do the podcast i've got a camera i'm sort of doing a youtube yeah. thing that i'm sort of planning mm. on it's just Little things, little skills that yeah. I want you're, to pick up. You're always planning and... and you're always working on some sort of project. Yeah, something Always, you know. yeah. Because he'll, he'll pull up a Word document and I'm like, what, is this for work? And he goes, no, I just did this. 
just in my spare time, three pages of drafts and that. I'm yeah, like, fucking just, hell, mate. Just different yeah. things. I do logos for things that don't exist. Like, <laughs> no, I just uh, like the men's yeah. room came from a logo. You know, I yeah. was just playing around yeah. with logos. Like, oh, that that's good. Oh, mm. men- oh hello. And then like, Actually, a year later, perfect here we logo. Are. To be fair, a year later, unbelievable here we are. logo. Yeah. Actually, that's a, that's a point. The um the birth of the men's room. Where yeah. did where did that come from? Because I mean, I was kind of always along for it mm. to some extent, but ultimately, you were the brainchild behind the yeah. men's room. So I'm curious as to what sort of stirred that along. So almost. I've always, in the back of my head, had podcasting there. You know, from mm-hmm. the um, Ricky Gervais show is one that I've we used to we chat used about to that chat a about lot in school um, I remember being like 7 or 8 I remember vividly my mum on her, on her desk had this like angle poised lamp yeah. and I used to like move it and contort it so it would sit in front of my face like, a, like, like a, a radio microphone. mic yeah. and I'd talk into it oh my like a fucking absolute loser um, <laughs> no, no, I'd talk no, I into relate it to that on my own silly shit like that and then play music on YouTube and pretend that was, and then like that would finish and I'd be like right that was this and that so that's always been sort mm. of ingrained in me i suppose but then again i came into university and i saw that there was um fresh network and there was a radio a station mm. manager i thought yeah that'd be quite fun so i went along for that and um there's a team of like six of us that we met up and the uh, the student union more or less just went oh yeah no one's doing it you've got total free reign like, Which is very good at, from the uni. Have at it. Yeah, it was, but no one really knew what the fuck to do. No, <laughs> like we're all. Yeah, it feels you know, like that that free reign was given, not necessarily just, because just we want to see yeah. what you can do. It's more like yeah, we're not really bothered. Yeah, 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 yeah. more yeah. or less. It was, it was more of a more or less, but um, you were given an unintentionally blank canvas to work with. Yeah, which was great because I like that because it's given us a lot of freedom. Um, mm. and I had a, a radio show with, so I put myself forward to be the, the head of the radio, not really knowing what that entailed, but fuck it, why not. <laughs> and um, I had this radio show with a girl, Olivia, and we did, it was the breakfast show, and we recorded, it was five days a week it was doing it. And Fuck we recorded, yeah, on Mondays. On Mondays we would record Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday's show. And on Thursday we would record Friday and Monday's show. So oh, we'd wow. spend like five hours in the recording studio. Wow. It. Yeah, no, we, we, I think we racked up about 50 of those. 50 episodes there was a lot wasn't there was a lot yeah. for a while yeah no and that was really fun but i i always wanted a, an actual podcast yeah yeah and and i played around with quite a few different ideas um and then like you and i met and we yeah. would have like conversations and i'd yeah. always think like oh this would be quite good to get on the podcast and you and isaac would always um, yeah that was always our thing wasn't it we would have yeah. a conversation i think both of us would be like which we recorded that. Yeah, it's actually yeah, quite interesting. Exactly. Like you almost want it like logged away. Yeah. Mm. And you and Isaac have always said like about a podcast. We yeah. had a friend in school who would come out with the most ridiculous stuff. You had a notepad. I had notes. I had he was your Carl Pilkington. Uh, yeah, basically. Basically, yeah. but he would say a lot of horrendous stuff mm. and a lot of ridiculous stuff. And we would just be on the PlayStation on the mic, uh, me and Zach listening to him and creasing and you just wish that moments like, like some that of the, some of the things yeah. you used to say man so um, unbelievable but yeah the men's room I don't really I, I just it, I just wanted a podcast that was just a couple of blokes in a room chatting absolute shit mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. yeah and I was playing around on Canva and I saw this logo and I was like oh I quite like that yeah. so I just typed in the men's room see how it looked and I got the little stick figure that's not part of that that was just like an image I found mm. that I added on and yeah that's how it was um, yeah I think that's always been one of the things with the men's room is that there. I think maybe there's a misconception that we're like 
a really blokey bunch, but well, I, I, love I don't that. think that we yeah. are. No, like, no, I love that. I yeah. love that. Intentionally, it's it's yeah, really it's, vague because yeah. the men's room is it could be a football locker room or it yeah. could be a, a toilet. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, because <laughs> I've, I've you know, the actual men's room. Yeah, and it yeah. shows a real range of. But actually, in fact, what it is, it is just men in a room talking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you can take. I, I remember telling. Uh, I can't. I won't say her name, but I remember telling someone. Uh, involved in the radio I was like oh yeah I'm going to start a podcast and they said alright okay what's about and I said oh it's going to be called the men's room and her face she was just like well I guess we've got to start the women's room then I was like well no because that's not yeah it's it's not some like we're not minimists you know yeah. like we're, we're not but I like the men's room because there's free men yeah exactly <laughs> I like that because it's it says a lot more about you than it does yeah. about me because yeah. it's literally three men in a room it's the men's room yeah. you know for a brief period of time this is the men's room yeah um I've I've so, always yeah. found the way I've always thought of it as a title, and it, the thing that made me think about it a little while ago is it was my birthday, and I was at a toilet in what was essentially a rock pub, not mm. a rock club, but yeah, it's yeah. somewhere between. Mean, yeah. It's a it's called the World's End in Camden. I was sitting there, and then two blokes were at the urinal, and then they just started chatting. And one goes, oh, "I saw you at a concert two years back," and he went, "Oh fuck, it's you!" And they clocked it, and I was like. That's what the men's room yeah, is like. That's yeah. the it's like two guys having a piss and then they sort of clock each other. Yeah, yeah. that's amazing. That's yeah. how I. That's that how I thought. Weird. I was sitting there. I was like, "That's what this fucking podcast yeah. reminds me." No, one hundred percent. I've like, had some of the most intellectual conversations in a with a couple in, in a club in, in a club, toilet in a club <laughs> toilet with someone that is steaming off their head. Yeah, yeah. and like that's sort of how that's I've, the beauty I've, of I've always looked at it being like that. Yeah, like as a title. That's always what. it Yeah, yeah. Of course, it's an uninhibited thought. And yeah, just... we've we've never really been too much on censorship. No, I think that's always no. been a strength. And I'm going to ask you about that now. Is that like, in terms of censorship, what what's your line? Where do you where do you draw the line? Because um, I feel yeah. like you're quite open to talk about anything. Yeah, and I've I, always had the same sort of policy. Anything I say, this is the thing. We, we it, I I'm echoing Ricky Gervais on a podcast here. Everything nowadays is on turbo. Yeah. So Twitter, it used to be that if you had a complaint or if you had something to say, you had to write a letter, send it off, and by the time you've half written it, it's like, oh, fuck this. But now yeah. everything, you can open your phone, tweet, and then done. Yeah. Um, and they will see that. Yeah. I'm I'm totally against censorship in the essence of if it's, it starts off an intellectual conversation, then great. Mm. Nothing I say on here, because people think that anyone, if they say anything, there's no calculation behind it anything i say on here i've thought about i edit this i don't mm. this doesn't get put up and then fucking whatever mm. i edit this i listened back to it about two or three times anything in this podcast is there for a reason yeah, yeah. so if anyone's got an issue with it i'll be like okay perfect let's talk about it yeah. um no with censorship i mean i uh, i censor the c word in this just because my yeah. mom, my mum doesn't like that word so yeah, i've always enough. known that that's a little bit of a stretch um but yeah any issue i think so long as there's intellect behind it, it yeah turbo, like then if it's not just someone saying some awful shit great, yeah. I, I don't any... see how people don't have that same view though I, I so many people don't have that same view when they can well they'll just attack you no. yeah or attack yeah. someone who has like not even like an ex- a far-right extremist views like not like just, we're doing just anything some sort of random just, just like a normal thought about something yeah, exactly yeah and they'll well, attack you for no fucking yeah. reason well what? here's the thing something came up this week it's actually a really nice segue um, I don't know if you saw the tweet Shane Dawson had to put out. Oh, oh yeah, that's like six of them, isn't there? Six S- tweets. The, so, um, so basically, it's a lack of context thing. Well, here's the thing. I'll give you an example. So Shane Dawson's got his own podcast, and he made a joke on his podcast. Um, I, I haven't listened to it, but I, it was around fucking his cat. 
He but made this joke on YouTube years ago. It was like a sketch that he back. planned to do but didn't do. And then basically on Twitter afterwards, he came out and he apologised for it. And my well, people were hassling him about it. Yeah, but my issue is he's apologising for a joke. Yeah. And you should never have to apologise for yeah. a joke because the essence of it is a joke. You're. It's not like you've actually done the thing in the joke. And mm. it, I think there's this like... People just don't get that, and it's like there's a thing. There's a thing. There's yeah. thing like a year ago, wasn't it, about him being a paedophile? Yeah, because he made a joke. Yeah, about a kid thing. in a podcast, same podcast, mm-hmm. and he was like, "I'm clearly not one." That's the issue. Anything comedy nowadays, because everyone's got an opinion, and there's so much thought going on. Or, or lack make, of. Well, that's the thing. Yeah, yeah, stupidity. Well, the thing is, if if you make a joke, people think that there's there's thinking behind it of an actual yeah. ideology. It's like. You see stand up now, and people think it's a fucking TED talk. You yeah. know what I mean? It's you it's can make stupidity, mate. You can joke about anything. Yeah, yeah, in the right context. No, I, I totally agree with you. But yeah, my issue was that was that he had to apologise for making a joke, and it sort of sets that precedent of having to apologise for a as joke. As soon as you apologise no, for a joke, you've you've nullified down. Yeah, yeah. yeah. definitely. I'm okay. It's, it's sort of a question about sort of about university and that is it's like this is something that i've experienced and i'm curious if you felt the same thing is it's like we're at a university where you feel like at uni that should be where the most intelligent and sort of broadest debates should be happening Mm. but personally i feel like there's just a lot of people who just say the same shit and there's not really an argument being had there's not really a the conversations don't actually start at uni they die here yeah and i feel like Things don't get articulated and spoken about enough. Some things do. Some there things are, there do. Are a lot of things but there's a lot of do. stuff that either yeah. gets sweeped under the rug, yeah. or people just go, "That's a, that's wrong," Completely and they disregard the you. you mean, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, do you do you sort of think that for uni that's a problem? Because I think it is. I uni think in general, like, or just this uni? Just unis in general, yeah. not just at this one. I, I think, think it's a wider problem. I think that the problem with the the current climate with uni and beyond it is that. The loudest opinion is considered the strongest. <laughs> yeah, which is no, very, I agree. With, I agree with there's that. There's a, a massive inaccuracy with that because it sort of plays into that idea of soundbite society. It's like if you mm. say these buzzwords, then you must be you must know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. no, I agree. It, with if you say particular other ones, you're wrong. Yeah, yeah. You know I mean? Or if you if you go against, yeah. if you had a different opinion to me, Zach, yeah. then you're wrong. Because yeah. I know what I'm talking about. Because I've so said many this people word like that. Well, so many people I've that, said it louder than you. Like, so yeah, you're wrong. Yeah. You'll no, say something yeah. different, and they'll be like, "What?" They'll mm. look at you and not, like like you just killed someone. Mm. Yeah, no, that's all, true. But all because really you fucking true. disagree with their opinion. The thing is that people think that nowadays people in a position of power can't possibly be wrong. When really no. we can all be wrong. They're just, they're just good at fucking telling lies. Well, it's 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 that whole thing of it's, it's Twitter spin. again. It's everyone, all spin. Everyone's got a platform, so yeah. everyone feels entitled, and everyone feels like their opinion's the right one. Well, no, it, it's an opinion, and it is right to you. But I have a different opinion. Yeah, you're allowed that's to, yeah. totally fine. You're allowed to think your opinion is right. Yeah, and you can defend that opinion. Yeah, you don't need to be personal but to anyone. Able, you've got to be able to defend it. Yeah, 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 yeah. you have yeah. to defend it. You have to be personal to anyone. You no point in starting an argument mm. over it. And opinions can change. Yeah, I've, that's exactly. that's that's exactly the thing. I think you and I have always agreed on this: is that you and I we've spoken about this on the men's room before, where mm. we'll put out something that we think, but we always encourage someone to go, "Are we right or wrong?" But I love that. We we had that mm. the other a couple of weeks back with Michael Jackson. We were talking about that. Yeah, yeah. And then our opinions changed within a week because we were that, like, though. "Oh, it's probably bullshit." For and then we is that what we said. Or we were talking. I did. Yeah, I fully. You I... were like, "I doubt it," and I was like, "Yeah, I'm." I'm yeah. And now you. 
I'm, I'm skeptical. Myself. I'm perfectly happy to admit that two weeks ago, three weeks ago, I was. I just thought my first was a bit weird. <laughs> I thought it was a bit <laughs> weird. Was yeah. I didn't want to believe it. Now I've watched a documentary. No, I completely agree yeah. with. I, I wouldn't people. say I enjoy like, my opinion being wrong, but I really do like changing my opinion mm. after learning about something. Yeah, like, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So I, I don't. I don't like being wrong. Obviously, no one really likes being wrong. Yeah. I like being taught something and be mm. like, yeah. Oh wow. You've genuinely changed my opinion. I'm grateful for that. It's natural no. human progression. Yeah. We, we yeah. are we're products of our environment, yeah. and our environment constantly changes, and that's yeah. perfect. That's what life really sort of is. Mm. Yeah, that's, I I really agree with you there. You are in a relationship. Yeah, I am. Tell yeah. me about that shit, man. So me and Lex, we met because you, you've mentioned her a few times on the radio. No, yeah, it's, it's sort of this name that pops up occasionally, and people are like, who? Probably. Probably. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. No, we met January seventeenth last year on a night out in prison in Kingston, and she's a study abroad student that was here from January last year to June last year, mm. studying in Roehampton um, from Manhattanville in New York mm-hmm. for one term. Yeah, yeah, for one term she was here. And she arrived on, I think it was the 8th of January, and we met on the 17th. So we met quite early on in her experience. Yeah, yeah. But um, the the, the stars aligned that night because it was my friend's friend's birthday and Lexi's study abroad friend's flatmate's birthday. Weird. That is weird. So you're Uh, all in the same place at the same time. Sorry, no, it was her... So it was Lexi's friends from study abroad. It was her birthday and her flatmate said, oh, let's go out with my friend who also has a friend's birthday as well. The, it was yeah. It's not, it's not just like a close friend's birthday. It wasn't it's, a friend of a friend. It's a friend's friend. Of a friend of a friend's friend. Yeah. someone else's birthday. Yeah. yeah. It's like you ridiculous. both, if you both didn't go, it wouldn't have been like a massive thing. Yeah. Like, well, I, you, I very nearly yeah. didn't go. I yeah, wasn't exactly. in a very good mindset during that whole sort of Christmas period yeah. and after that. But um, I very nearly didn't go. But... Um, it's always the nights you don't plan. Yeah, no, exactly. I so always I've, is, always, buddy. I've always found that. Always is. Buddy. And I remember that night. I I'm not like really religious in a sense. You no, know, I'm very open to. Mm-hmm. Again, it's the sort of thing. I'm not. Arrogant. You're you're quite sort of logical. As a person. I'm, at the I've same time, you are. I'm not arrogant enough to say that there is a god, but I'm not arrogant enough to say that there you're absolutely arrogant, isn't. But I'm a very <laughs> arrogant. Yeah, yeah, but not in that in a yeah. theological sense. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, yeah, I'm completely open to all that. But um, I've always spoken to my gran, who died quite a few years ago. Because, you know, I've always just been like... Oh, Is it via Ouija board? Yeah, yeah, no, exactly, yeah. Um, no, I've always just been like, just before an exam, just like a nice little... It, whether anyone's listening or not, it just make, gives me a bit of sense exactly. of like... I've gone like, oh, let's smash this exam. That, that's why I don't you know like people that bash... Um, religion, yeah, genuinely. Because no, I, I, I actually say? do respect. I'll, I'll bash people. elements of it, but I won't. There's bash. elements of it. I won't bash, bash certain things. Like that. the actual people itself who just have it because they're well. It's nice. Fat. All their family might have died, and they'd be. Like, they'll just be talking to them. It's fuck. It's really nice to yeah. think that someone's watching. I wish. I wish I was religious. I wish. I genuinely wish I was because there's genuinely a purpose in life if you have a religion. Well, it's lovely. There's more of a purpose, don't you think? Why wouldn't you want to think that there's someone watching over you and keeping you out of heart? Like it's a really good. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So um. So that night, that night, I had a little word, and I was just like, oh, let's make something nice happen, man. Let's have a good, like, good year. And um start of the year. And I went out and we got there and I went to the bar to get a drink and all the um her friends and like everyone was sort of in a huddle. Uh, it sounds ridiculous, but I hundred percent promise you this is true. I was stood there and there was this whole circle of girls, but it was like there was a spotlight on her and 
there was a whole like ten girls, and like she was the one that stuck out, yeah. stuck out. Yeah, you know, it was. It could have been the nightclub lighting or exactly, whatever, yeah. but it's something about it, it, she was the only one there. You know what mm, I mean? In yeah, yeah. Your eyes. Yeah. Did you know she went to Roehampton? No, no. I saw her and I was like, she's actually absolutely gorgeous. So I was like, I gestured over to like, do you want a drink? And she's like, oh no, no, it's, it's her birthday. Like buy her. And I went up to her and I said like, no, but I want to buy you a drink. And she, she quite liked that. She said yeah. quite confident. She was like, oh, that's okay. Yeah. I so like yeah, that. and it just from there, you know, we, we got chatting. So. The rest is history, brother. Yeah, no, exactly. I didn't know that she, she didn't know that I went to Roehampton and I didn't know that she went to Until Roehampton. Until when? Until, Until we, we were talking afterwards. She was like, oh, so like, what are you here for? And I was like, oh, it's my friend's friend's birthday. And she was like, oh, it's my friend's birthday as well. We were like, when you introduced me to Lexi, it was, it was different. Do you mm. know what I mean? Like she's genuinely like a nice person. Yeah, I no, like, your other, I like your other girlfriends. No, she's incredible. Honestly, yeah. I love her to bits. Because yeah, yeah. I've never really had the context of Greg without Lex. Really. No, yeah. like, that's I, true. Yeah. That as, is true. As long as I, because yeah. we met at Frigby. You know yeah, me? yeah. And like really? you were hanging out with her at Frigby. Yeah. No, so exactly. like, it's always there's always been that connection. But I think what's always a good sign for me with people and their girlfriends is when someone's girlfriend comes up to you and actually asks what you're doing and asks about you and you're like oh shit yeah like, yeah, yeah, yeah you're exactly, not you're yeah. not just yeah, oh like, look at me i'm so and so squeeze mm, it's mm, like you're actually a fully rounded person yeah no she's and, the most caring motive like yeah. she motive like in the way that exactly mm. you were saying you i motivate yeah. you she motivates yeah, me i can see that i wouldn't change her for the world she is like she is my world really like without getting too soppy but there's yeah. never been a time where you've been like Oh, fucking hell, I need to talk about it with me and Lex. And we like, no, yeah. And it's like, I, I know a lot of people who are sort of in relationships, and the ones that don't complain tend to stay together. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I, when it's, I've like, seen, it's simple, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, like, I've known people who are like, oh, I love them, but they're horrible. And I'm like, what? Yeah, and it's yeah. like, what? Like, And yeah. then obviously it goes wrong, and then they're like, that was shocking, wasn't it? Yeah. I was like, no. Yeah. And with you, obviously, I there's no been a time because there was a lot of people tend to be like oh, fucking you know like Greg and Lex is miles away from they're, yeah. they're so far away how's that even working yeah, and that, I haven't really asked you about that is it is yeah it that genuinely was, that's tough? what I want to sort of is it genuinely tough to have a long distance relationship and, and especially to your degree because what is it she's so is there's a five hour time difference she's in yeah. New York yeah she's yeah. five hours which behind. is manageable it's not like she's in Australia or something no yeah she, but she is um, in a different time zone on another yeah, continent yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. she's basically on another hemisphere like, yeah. so yeah the ratio that we sort of get to see each other is three months apart for two weeks together and uh, we've discussed it me and Lex it's the hardest bit is just being apart you know the it doesn't it's hard waking up without her and having to wait until like 2pm my time for her to wake up and mm. you know her to start her day we're, we're both busy you know we're both mm. busy but there's no there's no hardship with it because we both know that we're the right person for each other Mm-hmm. And it's really that simple, you know. You can over overcomplicate these things all you want, but yeah. we I think that's never about, that's have... been your strength that you've kept it simple. Yeah, we're we're not we're both totally agreed on what we want our future to be, mm-hmm. and there's nothing to it. We don't argue, we don't fall out. When we are together, it's incredible, mm. and it's those couple of days when we're apart. It's it's just a, I have a really mixed relationship with airports now because yeah no I, I know because <laughs> no, yeah. cool. they know, yeah, they cool. signify the absolute happiness yeah. as well as the worst feeling mm-hmm. in the I, world. I'm, I'm like that with Clapham Junction of all places <laughs> <laughs> I know exactly how you feel yeah but um, 
No, yeah, there, there's there's no hardship with our relationship. It is just being apart, which is the temporary bit. But it's so natural, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It well, so that's natural. the thing. We met really early on in her study abroad experience, and we never pressured ourselves. We we both said we never really had the conversation of oh, what happens what, when you go back. Yeah, like, it just sort of naturally happened. I think it's literally a year ago, um, a couple of days, a year ago, that we both said that we love each other. Yeah, and. Um, even that was just natural. Mm-hmm. It was just we yeah, were so close, yeah. and it's. But yeah, no, we there was never we never pressured each other to be like, yeah. oh, should we have a sit down and chat about it? It played in my head because mm. I was like, fuck, I actually really love this girl. Mm-hmm. What mm. if it isn't reciprocated? What if it goes what wrong? Happens? Yeah. What happens? But yeah, no, I I find with, I understand you completely with like distance like that. It's mm. kind of alarming. But yeah. the fact that I think the biggest strength you two have got is that you're both busy doing your own stuff. Because mm. if one of you's because I've been in a relationship where it's been long distance, the other person's doing fucking nothing. Yeah. And I'm trying to just have a good time and do what I want to do. Yeah. And it's like, it yeah, feels yeah. like a sort of leech draining your life force a mm-hmm. bit. And with you, it's always been like, it's teamwork there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're both busy in a day. You have a FaceTime later on at night. Yeah. We, like... we, everything we're doing sort of is working towards our future together, exactly, really. And right. that's... Yeah. It, yeah. That's the end goal, really. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's literally around the corner now. I'm really yeah, yeah. like it's, you know, it's it's caught up. Yeah. Me and Lex both say it's like us. This is us. Yeah. I'm really, really blessed for that because I'm I'm 20. I've found something that people spend their whole lives looking for. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. and I love uh, sort of one of the best things about you is that there isn't this sort of quite immature drama that I see with a lot of people. <laughs> Yeah. Like you, yeah, you get yeah. it. It's, it's, it's I think especially at uni, and it's been something that surprised me. Is that there is a lot of so I I don't want to say maturity, but there is a huge um, difference in criteria of what quantifies um, like the mindset of someone between eighteen and twenty one. Yeah, at uni, yeah, you, yeah. You get some people who are like eighteen, and they're like wise old men, and then you get like someone who's like twenty one and acts like a fucking idiot. And yeah, it's yeah. Like, you, you get this like complete spectrum mm-hmm. and you've always been very grounded and that's always something that I've really liked about you is there isn't I've never been like oh Greg's got John we're so and so we aren't allowed yeah. to like them like mm, there's yeah. never been that shit around you yeah. like it, it, yeah. it's it's always been something that's been quite good life's um, too short for it really yeah. I mean university things change constantly you know yeah. there's there's people that I wouldn't have spoken to last year mm-hmm. that this year I do speak you, to yeah and, university get like just so much change like even between like two three weeks there's a change isn't there well, yeah, yeah. shit can just happen you know? literally yeah People, yeah everything fluctuates every changes and you just roll with it you know yeah that's been one of your things you're, you're not easy to flap mm. you know yeah you're, yeah you're, you're grounded where you need to be and it takes a lot to sort of throw you off i don't think i've ever really seen you at a point where you've not been motivated and geared up to do what you want to do and that's always been something that i've always found really sort of quite endearing and it, it yeah. does, it's with what Zach was saying, it motivates you mm-hmm. because you go, wow, like he's dealing with this stuff and whatever, and he's still going. Like I want to fucking, yeah. I want to help, yeah. and I want to, I want to do well. that as yeah. well. Well, I, I've just never really seen any other way of it. Really, yeah. it's just, and I have seen you struggle before. Yeah, well, yeah, I've seen, I have, I've, we both struggled. Yeah, there's struggle with anything. Yeah, we've, um, we've all had, yeah, our struggles. I think even when we've been, even as we've been making the men's room, mm. even in the last. How many months has it been now? Since October. Yeah. Since September. Six, since about end of September, yeah, early six, yeah. October. Um, we, I think we've all gone through a lot of different things. Yeah. And we've, yeah. we've all sort of come out a bit 
better around it. It's how it, life's life's always going to throw shit at you. It's just how you sort of cope with that and deal with that. That's yeah. what that's what the defining thing the, is. You've always been about bouncing back. And yeah, it's, yeah. Which so, is hard to do. It's harder than it's, people think. It to is, yeah. But the thing something. that I think that's true. Is the thing that, is, you have to go through it to learn how to bounce back. You know, <clears> it's I I do a lot, but I I've succeeded in a lot, yeah. but I've also probably failed in exactly, exactly the same yeah. amount. And it's I think that's yeah. that's one of the the things that you see a lot at Union, I'm going to sort of throw this out there, is that you see a lot of people who are, I don't want to say they're happy to be defeated, but they're quite happy to wallow in self-pity yeah. or in their drama. Yeah. yeah. And, like, I know that, you know, we've got a fairly shared circle. We've seen no, the same, yeah, we've know. seen the same, we've seen the same people it's like do the same silly shit. It's like sad and pissed off. It's like, depressed. that's the defining. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, it's a feature of their mm-hmm. persona. Yeah. yeah. And that, that's one of the reasons that I was always drawn to you is you didn't have that. Mm. Is that there wasn't this like, oh, I'm going to be gloomy for yeah. whatever reason. Yeah. And it's, it, but you're always like, okay, shit's happened. Let's go for it and let's get past it. And that's yeah. something that I think, especially in, in this sort of, there is this notion that, especially with guys, that guys need to open up. But one of the things I've always liked about us is that we are quite open about stuff. Just naturally, yeah. yeah like yeah. naturally, naturally, I think a proper, really. yeah, a proper friendship is like that. You can, yeah, yeah. you can actually go, look, I feel like this at the moment, and that's always been a good thing. Yeah, um, definitely. I've, I've definitely always been open, and with that, you do open yourself up to the wrong people sometimes, yeah, and, and it is true. shit. But you can't it's change part of the learning curve. I find you can't clam up um, for your next friendship because that might be a person that you could trust. You know, you've just mm. got to carry on. You've just got to be. You've you got to be ready and. And as a stereotypical and cliche is, you've got to be true to yourself mm. because that's all that matters. At the believe, end of in it, your, really. believe in yourself, that's the place to start. Because that is, yeah, that's the Arthur opening <laughs> credits music. But it's mm. it's so very true. Yeah. Because um, at the end of the day, it is just people come and go, but you're you're there with yeah. yourself. You are where you are, and I think people change a lot, but yeah, you are still that person yeah. deep down. Do you think there's a moment where you sort of went? Actually, I'm going to do this, or I'm not going to go with that person and do that. What would you say was a moment like that, or maybe like top three yeah. that really def- you think have defined where you are now and put you in the place you are now? That's a really good question. Um, it's a big one. I do apologise. It's, <laughs> it's a really good one. Um, definitely that results day. I remember walking back home. I was on the phone to my mum or something it was yeah i was walking back from getting my results and my head was just in an absolute whirlwind of uncertainty because i made up in my mind that i wasn't going to do criminology i wasn't going to be at Rahampton, but then i didn't really have the the plan b for that mm-hmm. um it's an awful feeling isn't it it was it was because i had You're going up shit creek without a paddle mm-hmm because my mum's never been the type to say like, oh, you should do this, you should do that. She's always just said, just absolutely do what is right for you. But I, I can, I know when she has the idea and knows what's best, but doesn't want to say it because she doesn't want to upset me. And she's that's, a good mum. Yeah, no, oh yeah, my mum's like amazing, yeah. Um, but that day definitely was a defining one. I don't remember what it was that made me think Roehampton and media, but... I, lo- I looked at the media course and it was a, a, a genuinely it was a backup plan it was this what I'm living right now this is the, it's backup, the backup plan, plan yeah yeah exactly which is, is insane to think because it's the best living I'm living my best life you know this is the you do the life that, yeah this is the life that I want but it was genuine this wasn't the plan the plan was to 
stay in Clacton, commute to Essex University, doing sports science. <laughs> yeah. Just, mate, just imagine, mate. Well, I got... Just re- imagine, because you would have still been with that fucking... <laughs> <laughs> but that was the sort of what I was going towards. And I'm glad... So that's another thing. That's I'm thankful beyond belief for that rejection. Yeah. I got, reje- <laughs> yeah. I got rejected by that university right. and it and it would it's something that set you on a it's yeah. led me to a very absolute path. happiness mm-hmm. beyond belief yeah yeah I, I think that is like a weird common thing that we've all got with this uni is that like I didn't know what uni I wanted to go to I, I was applying for like film schools and then I just came here one day on an open day I was like oh fuck I like it here yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah. so green like, oh. for London isn't it yeah, it's yeah, yeah. I mean, it was just I think like it it it's weird how your plans change because with what you were saying there, you had this very set. So when would this have been? Twenty seventeen. You um, had this very, cool. yeah, yeah, yeah. You would have had this mindset of I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, and this is going to be my life. Mm. And your plan does so drastically change. So I think we've sort of touched up on it already on this, but it's like you don't really, you don't really plan ahead. I, I feel like you've got a broad plan but you're always ready for it to change yeah no I think that's a good way to be I don't yeah I don't mind if yeah no exactly I just plan for, for now really mm, I'm present. just doing yeah I'm yeah. just doing everything be, be in the present at the moment because a year ago I passed my lifeguarding certificate and was going to do lifeguarding and now yeah. I I'm, I don't work there anymore <laughs> you know what I mean yeah. and I've got no ambition to do lifeguarding again like mm. But I'm glad that I did it because it's a skill and a, something that I've learned and something that I did. And I was like, you know, I tried that. didn't really sit well with me. That's cool. No, I, I, yeah, anything that I do now is, the dream would now be, I suppose, to make money from the podcasting or something like that. Yeah. But again, that's, if that works, and amazing. But if not, it's a skill that I've got in the back. Exactly, yeah. So uh, I um, think that's always been a thing. You're constantly trying to expand your skill set. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, you've that's got always, an ever-growing portfolio. Yeah, so many things, yeah. mm. especially the podcast. Yeah, well, it, it, it's more than just sitting in front of a microphone and talking. It is, it's the what you I mean, know, we it's all like do. what we're it's doing now. The yeah. advertising, it's the editing, it's the upload. You know, there's, there's, there's a lot of stuff that goes into it, mm-hmm. but I yeah. think people sometimes don't realise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, yeah, um, definitely. But um, no, yeah, I. I forgot what was the question. The question was like, um, <laughs> it was, was like dispouting of an was, absolute more man, it, man. it was a, uh, it was defining moments. It yeah, was like, okay. so that was yeah. that was a big one. So the first one. one was actually choosing up here. Um, I, I guess we could maybe say that getting Lexi that drink was kind of a defining. Going to you know prison what? in general. You know what I think? <laughs> it is a shit old club. With it that, is a shit old. <laughs> with that, the, I live five minutes up the road. I can confirm yeah. it's a shit old. With that, the the defining moment there is insisting that I buy a drink because that's very uncharacteristic of me to be that confident in front mm-hmm. of such a gorgeous girl. Because mm-hmm. normally he's a fucking pussy. Well, no, this is the thing. <laughs> I it, I in a, I just in adrenaline. I just asked her for a drink, mm-hmm. and she said, "Oh, nice, her birthday." And I could easily, easily have gone, okay, and been quiet. Yeah. But it was, the, I, it just, I didn't even think to have a second thought. Mm-hmm. I was just like, no, I want to buy you a drink. And that, yeah, that's definitely mm. changed my life. Um, that's definitely up there. I would say as well, going further back, um, so I, my high school that I went to, County High, was actually the third choice. No way. Yeah. I really? Was, I originally planned, to, so I went to a Catholic school. I'm not Catholic. But I went to a Catholic um, primary school, and they had like a follow-on school and culture stuff mm. that was Catholic. And Which I was um, at St Benedict. Yeah, I was about to say it's at St Benedict. Yeah, yeah. Biggest. 
cats ever go to that school. <laughs> I mean, that's uh, why well, well, I was rejected. Uh, <laughs> think of who I know went there. Carry on. But um, so yeah, that was the plan to go there. But I was in the very lowest band because I wasn't their priority because yeah. I wasn't Catholic and all of that. Got rejected from there, and then there was another one. It was like a technology college nearby, and they rejected me. Don't really know why. But um, yeah, Captain County it's just High was an area, isn't it? You were really close to County High. Yeah, that was my third choice, but I got in there. But I, for example, I wouldn't have met you, Zach, or I, I wouldn't have done all of these things mm. that have sort of put you on your path. I think yeah. County High, however much we bash it, is best out of all of them schools. Don't, don't you think? Or even within yeah. your experience, it's like it's a shit out, yeah. but it was our shit out. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. We yeah. had we had a lot of good times there. Yeah. But yeah, no, I I, well. I often think it to myself. There's nothing that I would have changed on my path because then I wouldn't who knows if there was a little change you know if mm-hmm. I didn't go into college one day mm-hmm. you know it's that butterfly yeah, thing isn't it's, it I it's, think that's that's always good where you sort of go through things you've done you can actually go I'm really glad I made the decisions I did yeah like Anything. and not be yeah. like if I could go mm-hmm. back like if you could go back and change things yeah I feel like you probably wouldn't I wouldn't any of the mistakes that I've made they've I've probably learned from them and if I haven't then they've happened you know yeah and they've, they've maybe and... ended up putting you on a different path this is a slightly sort of less serious question but yes. yeah. what is the funniest drunken experience that you've had funniest drunk moment there's been a few I think my the most drunk that I've been has definitely been uh, um, it was like a birthday party my friend Chris, our friend uh, mine and Zach's friend Chris <laughs> had a party it was for his nephew or something oh, it was a... and it was all family there yeah. you know all different ages and just us and then just me and Zach yeah, <laughs> yeah. and my my problem is that we, I get I wouldn't say I get social anxiety but when there's a big group of people I, it's a little bit you're out of your comfort zone mm. and this is going back like two or three years it's now the end of year 11 was it yeah it there was you go so prom, wasn't it the me. summer of year 11 so going into fuck year me, 12 uh, three or four years yeah. ago yeah. now jesus because that was the first time we properly, properly drunk. drunk together the thing is we started out about half four in the afternoon on guinness as well oh. and his dad yeah his dad was west ham had just lost to bournemouth yeah be that's all i remember it yeah it was uh august wasn't it it was about that yeah, yeah. third fourth game of the season yeah. but um <laughs> yeah that, that because i remember just I watched a lot of the thick of it that summer. Yeah, yeah. and I remember vividly fair. being very drunk and thinking that I was on an episode of the thick of it. <laughs> <laughs> no, genuinely, I was running around um, just like a Malcolm Tucker. Yeah. I don't know who I thought Fuck I was. Fuck it, Yeah, but I was. Oh, I don't know. It's not. Yeah, we we got obliterated, didn't we? All yeah, ridiculously. And I remember, that... I remember you telling Chris to hit me. Yeah, he, he, went, yeah. he went to hit me and broke his wrist. <laughs> yeah, on the table. It was that sort of thing. I remember repeating to people that. Uh, I'm, I was really sorry and I'll make like a politician and write a formal yeah. Yeah. letter in the morning or something yeah. like that I was saying shit I don't know but yeah, that's fucked buddy yeah, yeah no, I don't think I've ever really seen you that drunk no I don't to be honest I you, don't really, you're really a big drinker I'm not because I, I get the regret in the morning a lot hmm. I, I worry a lot about what people think about me and I hate that because not like you shouldn't but you, you shouldn't do. but I do I worry that I've offended loads of mm-hmm. people it's, yeah I worry that I've offended loads of people said the wrong thing you're right, very like apologetic yeah because I, I care about people liking me really and coming across well and if I'm drunk and I'm not got that sort of composure I, I worry about what's what I've said yeah. or you know no I get that because you've, you've always been quite a composed sort of yeah, person yeah. You, you are very much who you are um and I've never really seen you like off your tits. No, yeah, I um, don't like being out of control. 
Mm, that's, same, that's same the here. sort of thing. I, I feel that totally because it is the regret in the morning. It is, and, and, the way, nice and the way the your moment. fucking head feels as well. Yeah, like, yeah. I just want to die. Yeah, that next day was not pleasant. I remember mm. watching going home and watching Jackie Brown, but I remember watching like five seconds of it. I was just fluttering mm-hmm. in and out of sleep, and yeah. consciousness. But like, you had like a barocca or something, didn't you, or something? That, that, yeah, the that, ultimate yeah. hangover. Yeah, you drink it. I reckon less than a minute later, it was yeah. all back in the bucket. Yeah. Oh, no, it wasn't, I didn't see it. Grim. That's gross. No, yeah, that was. Um, yeah, that was a funny moment. I, I wouldn't say that I've had funny drunk moments, but very good nights out where we've had a few beers and it's been, everyone's been lightly better. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, feel, I feel like you're more of a, more of a pub man than those a, are a the night best, out guy. Yeah, those are the best days, best nights really. Mm. Um, when you go out with a good group of people, have a few beers and mm. that's the one. So what do you think the funniest moment in your life or the best, like the funniest, kind of funniest few moments in your life in funniest general? Funniest few moments. Oh, I mean, there's a, there's a lot. There's yeah. a lot, but you know what? There's so many. I you can't really pinpoint one. There's a lot. I remember vividly in most media lessons, you and I, Zach, would yeah. be like in stitches just over the littlest just, things. We still are now. Yeah, the we. The thing things. is, you and I, Zach, we we riff on things, and you know, and it's just you add to the humour. No. I feel like you're you're the I, sort I, of I, people I can imagine when you were at school. It would be like. You'd be trying not to laugh, yeah. and then you would look at each other we and be like, "Yeah, experts at that. Actually, we have, that, yeah. we have like, we can. We used to communicate by coughing, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. You <laughs> literally, the <clears throat> teacher would say something, and he'd go, he'd hear Zach go like, <coughs> and it would, and <laughs> it would set know. him off. It would set him off. I would know what that meant. I know that he yeah. thought of something funny, and it's yeah. just like <laughs> we have the weirdest. Like we actually were like te- telepathic, wasn't we? We literally yeah, were yeah, telepathic. Yeah, a little bit of that. Yeah. yeah. You, but, you get um, that with, with your best yeah. mates. You mm. definitely. I think that, <laughs> a few of our teachers caught on to that. Yeah, one of the funniest <laughs> moments <laughs> is we volunteered to help audition for like a talent show as the oh, judges. Because you thought judges. we were cool. We were on the judging panel, yeah. And um, we were two of the best media students in the year, though. We were we? when we wanted yeah. to be, but we also <laughs> the thing because we, we're quite creative people. Mm-hmm. We have a laugh. And teachers stuff. liked us, but they didn't like the media teachers liked us. Yeah. They liked us in terms of people, yeah. but. I was really naughty. Yeah, in terms but of we that, we weren't naughty, naughty oh, boy. Naughty we weren't the academic ones. <laughs> yeah. We were sort of the creative, think more... out the bubble kind of people. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I remember being on that panel. It was me, you, and this other guy. It was our year, and then Double the teacher, S. and this this girl came in and started singing, and I, she wasn't even that bad. It or... was just it was just a song. It was just, it was just like an emo singing, song. Singing Titanium was no, no, no. It was Fuck. um. Did Wake you not make me it? Up oh yeah! <laughs> oh, yeah. Wake me it was up. evanescent. <laughs> okay. I can just imagine you going, "Save me!" <laughs> me do- oh, oh it's god! Just- I didn't realize it was. And I was just sipping on my oh. can of coke. Yeah, I was just. I, I couldn't stop. Yeah. Like she noticed, and I, I didn't think the teacher noticed <laughs> until she finished. The thing is, it was never what was. It was never the the humour wasn't in the raw moment what was happening. Yeah. It was if you imagine Zach doing mm, yeah. the backing vocals. You know, it's yeah, always it was, that it sort was, of thing. It's this is funny, but it would be funnier imagine, yeah, if Greg was doing the choreography. But, but I for knew it, you or, were thinking exactly the same thing. Yeah, that's and I, you knew I was thinking yeah. it, like. <laughs> the same thing as well oh fuck me Evanescence and she's like number one you've got to go yeah and then that's oh. the thing I always find I always find humour the funniest things for me aren't the things that should be funny it's when you, it's the context if you're in a really serious situation and you're auditioning and you're singing Evanescence you know what I mean yeah. it isn't at face value funny yeah, that's the, it's the I feel like you find position. Uh, yeah that's what you yeah. find funny it's things like I don't know if you ever watched Face Jacker 
Um, it's that Brian Madondi acting like an an absolute idiot at like a really serious nudist art Mm. drawing thing and Mm. it's that's funny it's that it's that juxtaposition of it's a serious situation with a clown standing in yeah, the corner. You're laughing, yeah, at, you're laughing at the clown, yeah. not the fucking people. Exactly. That are yeah. it's, it's the ridiculousness of there being a clown in mm. that situation. Yeah, exactly. That's what makes it funny. And that's going back to what we were saying earlier is that everyone's on turbo and everyone straight away wants to attack that because you're laughing at every, no one breaks yeah. anything down anymore no one takes a minute to look it's, at we go from beginning to end but we skip the middle yeah. and it's like yeah. no you need the middle do people do say things in anger people say things in anger where if you as you said earlier if you write a letter your mm. anger's obviously gonna go yeah. people say loads of things in anger and, and that's why twitter is very good awful but very but bad very, it facilitates yeah. Yeah, we all love twitter yeah. I think we all absolutely love it I mean, yeah. I, I use it for conversations. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Logical conversations. Okay, um, just some people beyond your family. I know I was sort of taking a piss up. Oh, having a role model. Oh, mm. My role model is Spider-Man. And it's like, <laughs> fucking, how's about you grow up? Or like, <laughs> yeah. I know you're not fucking in... Tool. You're not in the same sort of grounding as that, but they're like specifically people who have inspired you in terms of like the media that you like and or, or even people from history like who's inspired you or um, even people that aren't famous or anything who's your favourite people in life that you like to watch it's me yeah anyway yeah, no. um, favourite co-hosts <laughs> um, well yeah two thirds yeah. of the men's room uh, yeah. <laughs> um, the I would say definitely Steve Aoki is up there for me it, that's where I get my drive from you know he um, really has instilled that because he so he's an EDM DJ and he's incredible. He, he set the Guinness Book of World Records for most amount of live shows in a year because yeah. I think he had like two days off. He would have fucking joke with wow. yeah. He put so much stress on himself as well, like yeah. Avicii. But the way, the thing is, he does it and he's, again, like, he's unflappable. It's just his life. It's just what he does. He, he hasn't, he's done it for about eight years and he just hasn't burnt out. And it's that sort of attitude of, I'll sleep when I'm dead. You know, yeah, you've said that to me a few times. Yeah, it's a great, great. Um, slow. What was it? Like philosophy. Philosophy. Yeah. yeah, that I live by. Yeah, and I live by that. No, you, you definitely live by that. Yeah, I think that'd be a good title for this episode. Like your, brain, yeah. your brain, like, hardly turns off until like you said to me the other day, like two, three, and even though you, if you've got to be up early, yeah, you I, literally yeah. can't. No, go yeah. to bed, can exactly, you? Like, early. Yeah. I, I'm. It's a blessing and a curse that I'm not ever quite satisfied with. You're quite a harsh judge on yourself. I am, yeah, which is part of I think of the, that's a good thing. Because a lot is, of people yeah. go half ass and go, well, that's great. And you're like... Could be better. No, yeah. It mm. isn't. But mm. if you come away from something being like, oh, I could have done that. I don't like half ass anything because what's the fucking point in spending time yeah. on it anyway? If you're, yeah, if you're not going to yeah. go in 100%, what's the point? No, yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, I would say Steve Aoki's definitely instilled that philosophy in me of like get it done when it's done mm. move on to the next thing it's the I, I often get people telling me when I'm out in groups of people like, oh you're quiet like oh it's a bit awkward like, no I'm just thinking about the next thing that's on like not I'm, I am enjoying yeah. stuff here but I won't talk in a room for the sake of talking you know mm-hmm. what I mean I'm I'll, if we're having a conversation then awesome I'll talk about it but if not I'm yeah, always if, thinking if you're about with a bunch of people who aren't really on, on your wavelength or you aren't engaged with then it's a bit like it's not good is well it? if there isn't a conversation flowing I'm not going to spout absolute bullshit just no. so that there's words in the air you know yeah, I'm, no, I get really, you. I'm perfectly satisfied with sitting in a room with someone and the silence is fine you know what I mean it's, yeah. it's yeah, we we, don't we've need had to it be, like, yeah. we've, we've been in the room just dealing with I don't know uni work or whatever 
and then we won't necessarily be talking to each other yeah. but I'm like oh, I don't go oh, maybe Greg doesn't like me yeah, yeah. no exactly yeah. So I'm not a fucking child exactly, I, can, yeah. I can read the situation it's the best relationship to have when but, then, but then at the same time I hate silence like I always have to have like a podcast in the background or music in the background when I'm, even when I'm editing this I'll always be playing it and then going back and and even in the shower I've always got a podcast or mm. cooking or, it's always just that it's a real you're constantly taking in information Some, yeah just there's always something going on stimulating it and yeah I, so yeah Steve Aoki for sure um, it's a, it's quite a stereotypical one but um, and especially now but Ricky Gervais for sure mm. he's because the sort of journey that he's sort of had and the the He's maintained integrity for everything. And yeah, he's very, he's, very intelligent. He's always been himself. Yeah, in, in an environment of so much like, oh, I'm like this to yeah. the cameras, but really, I hate everyone. Like, yeah. he's just like, I think everyone's a bit of a knob. Yeah, like, and, and, and he's a fucking genius. He is, writing. and his his skill set is incredible. Yeah, he's got know, he's, he's made himself very valuable. Yeah, and I think that's well. He he brilliant. writes, he acts, he did the podcasts, um, directs. He's just an all round sort of craft yeah. craftsman. Uh, stand up as well of course he, sh- he also shows that um, you don't have to make it when you're young no yeah, he wasn't so famous he, he was a fucking office worker until he was 40 yeah yeah exactly and then got a job then he made right a documentary about yeah. it yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah and then he got a job on the radio yeah and then XFM he st- and started to creep in more of the radio he was also briefly he... a terrible model back in the day oh, yeah, yeah exactly yeah like, yeah like, he wanted to be a pop star didn't yeah. he he wanted mm-hmm. to be David Bowie yeah but um yeah, he wasn't famous to do his 40. Which like genuinely gives a lot of people so much hope. Yeah. Because I think a lot of messages these days are like, well, you can't mis- be, can't be mis- famous unless you're famous at 14, 15. Yeah, there's yeah. this misconception that you have to hit it young. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. I would rather work towards something, mm-hmm. you know? And mm-hmm. I feel Which like he did, yeah. Ricky Gervais has definitely done that. Yeah, I think YouTube is partially responsible for that. 100%. It's, you yeah. look at a lot of YouTubers and you is that argument of are oh, they peaked by 24 you know who's yeah. watching them at that and it's awful because you, you're still you're 24 you know what I mean you've still got so it's much a dangerous to dangerous job YouTube. to give it is yeah it is but um, no I watch a lot of YouTube I, I, I've said on the podcast before I'm probably the the YouTube nerd in the room mm. oh yeah, the yeah definitely but um, yeah no Ricky Gervais because he again he, he came from a council flat in London and now he's living in um He's um, from Reading. Hem, uh, Hem, Hem, oh, yeah, Reading, yeah, yeah. Um, on a council Hampstead. estate. And now he's yeah. um, in he's Hampstead. He's a little Hampstead <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> now he's in Hampstead. Um, so, yeah, he, and everything, Afterlife is incredible. Oh, it's I've, watched, I've rewatched best, it three times. Show, man. Rewatched it about so three good. times. We'll need to talk about that properly. Mate, because you can be sobbing one scene, and then yeah. the next scene you'll be pissing yourself yeah. laughing. And like, it's just, it's, the, so, it's fucking genius, it's mate. Genius I absolutely love it. Yeah. Absolutely love it. Um... I would say that those two are sort of my main uh, role models. Mm. I, I think, yeah, Gervais is a good one. Yeah. It's like, he is, I, I think, he, I think with, with the interesting thing of all the people you've sort of chosen is that, like, they've not, like, they're not cra- they're not crazy achievers in the sense of, like, they've not gone out and they've, then they're not, like, they've not had it given to them. No, yeah. They've all worked towards it. And that's how you are. You've got that drive and that sort of ambition to do the best that you can do. Yeah. And you know, keep going. You, you're so driven, and it's something that, and it's something that pisses me off at this uni. Is there are so many people who go, yeah, but I don't want to do that today, or oh, I'm not going to do that. And he goes, and then they're like, oh, but I'm not, oh, I'm not doing very well at stuff. I'm like, 
Yeah. Why do you think that is? It's not that people are dangling a carrot in front of you going, nope, you can't have it. Mm, yeah. It's down to you not pushing yourself because mm-hmm. yeah. you think it's not going to work. And yeah, it might not. So keep fucking going. Yeah, and yeah, eventually and exactly mean, it yeah. will. And like with you, there has always been this sort of, as you say, like you don't stop till you're dead. Mm. And you know, that's so evident with you. The fact you're constantly working towards stuff. And it, it's definitely something that I think finding someone like-minded especially for me as a person at uni like i thought oh, i'd find loads of people i'm going to work with in the future and i've maybe met less than 10 people i would say at uni who yeah. i would be like in the future i would reliably go i would work with them if yeah. they were to message me and say oh you got anything on at the moment you need a hand i would actually go yeah go on then mm, yeah. there is maybe maybe between eight and ten people maybe not even that maybe like between six yeah, and like but that's what you people. need is, is six hard workers or 16 half-asses, you know? It's... Yeah, it's like there's so many people who I, I can safely say once I'm done with uni, I don't want anything to do with them within the capacity of professionalism. Yeah. Right, yeah. But um, with you, it's like I would happily keep doing the fucking men's room until I'm like into my 40s. Like, yeah, yeah, no, definitely. It's just yeah. that sort of shit because it's like, it just it feels good and it it feels like you're getting somewhere with it yeah and like well the thing is and i, I and yeah. i know just because of the way that we've been doing things is it's going to constantly get better yeah like we're, we're constantly improving our format and how we're doing things yeah and that is something that is it's been so good to watch it sort of grow and yeah 100 learning and, new um, stuff about how to do stuff even with this like doing this interview format thing i'm i'm quite into it I'll yeah be no, i'm, I'm exactly. really like i love I'm, it I'm enjoying it. Mm. Um, no, yeah, me too. I love talking about myself. <laughs> yes. Not even in, not even like an arrogant way. No, it's, that's the it's thing. Just, that's, yeah. That's something that annoys me. Maybe we'll talk about that more with my one because I think sometimes I'm misjudged as the arrogant actor guy. Yeah, which no. I'm, a, I'm a little bit, but like... But you should be you should be allowed to be proud of your yeah, achievements. Yeah, you, you know I what mean, you're good at. and It shouldn't be this taboo or like, oh, fuck me, he's talking about it, is there? The thing I've there's a, there's a very thin line between arrogance and just well, not enjoying even, I, what I, you I, do and enjoying the fact. I, that I think there's a difference between arrogance and being a, and recognizing what you're good at. Yeah, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of people who misconstrue one as the other. Mm. Um, that happens a lot. There's a lot people, of people, but people can come across arrogant. Mm. And there are some people who just are really arrogant. Yeah. yeah, like you've always had this sort of quite grounded sense of what you're good at, and you're constant. You you've never been at a point where you've gone with the men's room. You've never gone right. We are at absolute perfect. Men's no, room yeah. is absolutely where it needs to be. It's all fine. We're just going to keep doing this. No. You've always been like, okay, we're going to try this. Like, there's been times where this is sort of going to, I guess, burst the magic a little bit. But you've come <laughs> and been like, okay, Zach, you need to say who you're talking to more mm-hmm. specifically. Yeah. Or mm. Adam, you need to do that as well. Or you need to stop making noise in the background. Or you need to do this and that. Because we used to do that a lot yeah. in the first few episodes. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. yeah. But like... It was, there was always little things where I think oh people would go oh, it's, you know it is what it is whatever we can yeah, just, yeah. we can keep doing what we do but you've always been holding people to their highest yeah yeah sort of ability and that's because I, I know yeah because with it I know we're capable, so important yeah. we're capable of doing this yeah. well because I think mm. you strive from feedback and I think you mm. yeah yeah you, I think the fact that you've tried so hard to get feedback from certain people and other people is a good thing because yeah. we could have just done this. We could have properly half-assed it yeah, and, yeah, and just yeah. got nowhere. But you've actually, you've um, 
you've wanted feedback and you've gone after the feedback. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Just, just so you. No, you've actively improve. gone out of your way to be like, what can I do better? Yeah. Well, because I think that it's that there is a, a real mindset and a, a lot of people that would think, oh, this is the absolute best that it is. Why isn't it achieving things? Mm-hmm. And you know, the men's room is definitely on a trajectory of doing mm-hmm. really good stuff. Yeah, and it's but just there about... is a, there is a lot of arrogant people who go like. I mean, well, why is it not doing yeah, well? We're doing or, great. Or like, oh, we, well, I'm not interested in doing anything for it. Like, yeah. I, I want to wait till you're completely successful so I can leech off it. It's like, yeah. well, if you're not going to lay down the groundwork, you can fucking leave. Yeah, like, well, the thing is, these episodes that we do now, that you know, we get like a moderate amount of listens. Fourth for episode on Spotify. We're yeah, but the thing decent. is, these aren't for nothing because if like we mm. get get onto a trajectory, people will come back and listen to these things. So it's always yeah, worth like, doing. it will. It's Again, it's building that groundwork. Yeah, where, exactly, yeah, yeah, at the moment we're not getting like a million billion fucking people listening to mm. us. It's a it's a sort of fairly small circle. But yeah. like at a point later on where we are all sort of succeeding, which I have no doubt because of our mindset and no the way that, no, the way yeah, that we exactly. are, we are motivated, this will be something that will come back and people will be like, oh yeah, man, this is good. Like, yeah, exactly. and it will get interest. Like, mm. I just know that is how it is. Yeah. Um, well, everything from the way that we talk on it the way that you know, my editing the way that we sort of like the things advertise yeah the things that we talk everything. about the way that we advertise it is all getting better and it's just yeah. those little steps that unlock the next door to on that mm. trajectory really so mm. yeah it's yeah. all worth it these episodes you know if they get two listeners three listeners 30 it's all worth it because we're we're learning from it as we go no. and that's the beauty of it that's the, there's, that's there's the journey not, we've, we've never had this misconception of we're going to upload it and we're going to be like the biggest podcast on yeah. fucking no, Spotify. Yeah, that arrogance that people have. Yeah. It's, like, it's kind of like going, oh, we've already made it. We're not going to improve. Yeah, no, yeah. Like, but we, we know we're going to start off small. Yeah. We know we're not going to get many fucking viewers in there's, the first there's, couple things. There's two people that I can't, I see a lot and they both mention how much they love the podcast. And I know that's only two people, but that means so much to me because that's... Yeah, if, that if could you're easily... having a, a someone going, oh, that's really good. I love the way that you've done that yeah. this week. It's really Having satisfying. someone actually come up and talk to you about it because my, my best mate, I was Snapchatting him on the way here and he was he had his headphones on the Snapchat and went, oh, I've been listening to the men's room, proper nostalgic. It's so incredible. He was talking about the school stuff. Mm. It's incredible, and isn't it? And he was it? chatting about that and I was like, oh, I guess you know who Rudolph was. And he was like, oh, yeah, fucking yeah, of course I do. It's, it's incredible, little moments like that that people come up to me and say like, oh, good work on the podcast. It's like, it's, yeah, it's, it's that getting yeah. that moment of someone has acknowledged your yeah, work yeah, and gone, great. that's really good. Yeah, it's nice. And it's, it's like, nice feeling. Yeah, I, I think, sure. I think maybe with all of us mm-hmm. on the men's room, we've constantly been striving towards those little moments. Yeah, they they yeah. sort of make it all worth it. Mm. it not that it's not worth it, but like no, those it's... little moments where someone goes, oh, listen to the new episode this week. Really good. Really like that particular bit when you're talking about that. Fucking hilarious. Yeah. You go, oh, thank you. Like, yeah, yeah. it means a lot to actually like get... it paid off, doesn't it? Yeah, it's, it's really... It's, Even for that it's one just person. Just for, that little, for that little moment of just acknowledgement of going, that's really good. Mm. You're like, yeah. Like, that's a good little kick to keep going and yeah. keep delivering the product. It is a form of escapism and that and that may maybe help someone forget about their day or Yeah, someone, someone might have been having a shit day yeah. but then have gone and listened to yeah. you saying about yeah. Princess Diana kissing someone with AIDS. Exactly. And then yeah. you, they're yeah, just yeah. fucking like that little moment of a little Classic giggle or moment. something <laughs> has been enough to sort of cheer someone up. And yeah. I think that's something we've all been striving towards. And I think in a big way you've been the person who's been sort of pushing that more than anybody I, I would say that you are the sort of brains behind the men's room mm-hmm. yeah I'm it's... like I'm like the sort of irritating overly long testicle of the group <laughs> and... Zach's the innocent sort of he's an 
the reaction. Yeah. It's the reaction. But that's the button. <laughs> but no, yeah, well, yeah, I've had feedback that we've all complimented. Like, it's all quite like so, like, circle jerk. Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't want to be licking sort of... Greg's ass, please. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to be sort of. Open. You are a <laughs> as well. Oh yeah, no. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we should fully go on and say that like Greg is a bit of a bellend. Yeah, but he's my bellend. So yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. He's, he's my he's my second favourite bellend. <laughs> yeah, because my own bellend is my favourite. But that's okay, just yeah. how I'm going to be. But you've um. You are a sort of force of motivation, and that is mm. a rare thing in not just this uni, but I think broadly speaking, mm. outside of that, it's rare to find those people who you just want to be like. You want to have them on your team. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And like, it's not so like I'm fucking Nick Fury and it's the Avengers, yeah. <laughs> but it's like, I want like you want that person on your team and you want that person to have mm. your back, and um, it's your sort of the way you go about things is sort of unparalleled. Mate, yeah. I genuinely don't know where I'd be without you. <laughs> genuinely. I mean I that. I don't know about that. Probably fucking foxes and stuff. Literally, flat. I would not be in a proper place I am now. Which is a decent place, I guess. Yeah, yeah. It's a decent place. Decent place. Greg's room's alright. Yeah. It's alright. <laughs> Can we stop looking his ass now? Right, I know this is a bit of a cliche question. It gets asked a lot, but um, what, what would you genuinely like to be remembered by as a person, as Greg Hollands? It's a good question. It is a good question. I've heard it asked a lot on a lot of podcasts, and it's that sort of thing that you do play around with in your head, Mm -hmm. but you never really know what the answer is. Mm. Um, I reckon I'd like to be remembered as the one that did well at anything that you gave it a go at. You know, it's. I do a lot, and I fail a lot, but I think I succeed a lot, and I don't need you know the gratification of all of it i just like it's i nice wouldn't when you get it but yeah i don't mind being the background character that did well in anything that he did you know i don't need to be that one person that did really well at one thing i'm quite happy being the background character that did well in quite a few different things mm-hmm. mm. um you, you you'd rather be a jack of all trades rather yeah. than the master of one thing yeah right? yeah i'd like to be known and remembered by lots of different circles and lot different things than that one sort of particular area, I suppose. Hmm. Brilliant answer. Yeah, yeah sort of. That's quite a well-rounded. Yeah, yeah. That sort of answer to that, and it's a great answer to end on as well. Yeah, I think that's a good little closer. Next week, we're talking to you, Adam. You'll I'm, be. I'm up on the podium in the hot seat. Yeah. Um, actually, I'm quite excited. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's just been really quite an informative one. Um, I've I've really enjoyed this. So, yeah. and I hope all of you motherfuckers at home have also enjoyed hearing us rim Greg for about an hour and a <laughs> half. Literally rim you. I feel like everyone's going to hate me now. <laughs> They're going like, did you hear him on the fucking men's Oh, who's he think he is? <laughs> I, I've never seen a man lick his own ass to quite, <laughs> a, to Greg quite an extent. Jesus. Fucking yourself. <laughs> Christ. State of it. But yeah, okay, we'll be back next week. So, from me, Adam... Me, Zach. And me, Greg. We're all going to say fuckity bye. <laughs> well, fuckity bye. Oh, right. Oh, wow. <laughs> no, 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 that was. I was just looking at, at me. I was like, ah! Fuckity bye. It's in the thick of it, isn't it? I think it's in the thick I of it. So, yeah. yeah. Peak Palsy says it. Anyway, goodbye. Bye. See you later.